Hey everyone, it is another day of God's grace and you have found Alter Echo and that makes me very happy. This is Pastor Andy Smith, St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Let's come into the presence of God together and join our faith. Well, hello everyone. So glad we are back together on Alter Echo this weekend. It is a sizzler here in Minnesota. We have gone from coats and hats last weekend to sweating it out this weekend and summer has arrived. It's the adventure of being a Minnesotan and living in this great, beautiful part of the country. Graduations are happening. Masks have come off, it seems. The numbers are going up. So thank you for doing your part in being vaccinated and helping us return to health. Before we get to the focus reading today, let me tell you this. We are honoring our graduates at St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota this weekend. So that is the context for the message. While we also continue our series on the prophet Jeremiah called Embracing the Prophet. So should we get to the reading for today? It's Jeremiah 18, 1 through 11, and it is this famous story about the potter and the clay. Here is how Jeremiah writes it. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, Come, go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words, God says. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was, working at his wheel. The vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel as seemed good to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Can I not do with you, O house of Israel, just as this potter has done, says the Lord? Just like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. At one moment I may declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it. But if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil... I will change my mind about the disaster that I intend to bring on it. And at another moment, I may declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it. But if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will change my mind about the good that I had intended to do to it. Now, therefore, say to the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, Look. I am a potter shaping evil against you and devising a plan against you. Turn now, all of you from your evil way, and amend your ways and your doings. Everyone, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'll just tell you again that Jeremiah is prophesying to Israel about 20 or 30 years before they were exiled and, and, and were made to flee their country because they were overrun and conquered and had to live in different lands. Uh, and they always, they always gave voice to why they had endured this exile, why they were forced to endure it. They were unfaithful to God. So, that's the context of this prophet. So now, dear sisters and brothers in Christ, grace to you and peace from God the Creator and artist and master potter and from Jesus Christ the Lord and renewer and Savior of our lives. Amen. It is indeed graduating seniors Sunday this weekend and 
everyone. I'm speaking to you as well on this podcast, your church family, your friends in faith at St. John's celebrate with you very joyfully. This is not only an exciting chapter of your life ahead, but an especially important one as you become your own person in a way you have not yet experienced. So, to go into this next moment of your life with your eyes really open to what kind of a foundation you are laying for yourself and your life ahead is critical and also just simply incredible. You've never had such an ability to shape things the way you want as you do right now. And this is marvelous. But your faith and and your sense that God is at hand with you is everything in this. Because you have, in God in your life, the real guide and the real blesser of you and the real perfection of wisdom. And most importantly, the real Savior and Renewer of you always. God always has been this for you, but maybe you haven't realized it as much. And God is now, and maybe your eyes are opening to this even more, finally. And God always will be all of this for you. So we are going to pray in the prayer of the day in church this weekend that you especially, but all of us, wait and yield and be still as God molds you and makes you after God's good, gracious, loving, alive will. So for all of us, but especially for graduates, go into this next chapter very tuned in and definitely not tuned out. We love you and are praying for you and celebrating with you. Today could not be a better day for Jeremiah's story of the potter and the clay. What I want to do today is just take you to the potter's house. This is where God took Jeremiah to show him who God is. So, will you go there with me right now? You just have to imagine this place, a studio with clay and pots and tools and pottery wheels and even a bit of an artist's mess all over the place. But it's where the real artist hangs out. And and this artist is so creative, as artists are. The wheels are always turning in more ways than one for a potter. And what the artist knows is that the great possibility always exists. That something beautiful and also functional and then especially inspiring and gorgeous and stunning and tangible can be formed and brought to life from a lump of earth, of clay. And in this story, what likely is most beautiful and hopeful to us who put our faith in God is that the potter doesn't very often just sit down and whip up the perfect pot, one and done, just like that. No, far, far, far more often than not, the potter starts a vessel or a bowl or a a vase or a cup from that clay 
and the clay doesn't want to cooperate. And the potter, this artist, doesn't get frustrated or disgusted because she knows this is just the way it is. So she keeps on patiently reshaping the clay, starting over again, molding it here, shaping it there, spinning it on the wheel and realizing it still doesn't sit right or isn't centered. So back to the beginning, she goes again. And this, this loving process of God's, the artist's handiwork, continues on in the artist's hands. The artist working with the clay, working with us, patiently yet joyfully with anticipation, smoothing out the blemishes and removing them all together and recentering the pot so it is balanced until it finally evolves and flourishes into something the artist is satisfied with. I, I did just a little crowdsourcing this week because I needed to know more about working with clay, especially if God uses the image of clay for us and, and God as our potter so often in the Bible. It's all over the place from beginning to end. I find it, and I think you do too, stunningly wonderful to imagine ourselves in the hands of the potter hmm? who, who loves what he or she creates and who lovingly, artistically, patiently works with us until something so good comes from it. So I messaged my niece Avery the other day on Instagram. She's a professional potter. I told her I was crowdsourcing and that she was going to be a crowd of one. <laughs> Got a little chuckle out of that. She was more than happy to school me a little bit on her craft, for which I was very grateful. One of the things that stood out for me was that I asked her, Avery, what percentage of the time do you start something and then have to start over? You know what she said? All the time. I also asked her if the clay has a mind of its own, because of course, this is one of our big problems, you know, that we think we know better so often. We try so many things in ways God doesn't want us to. Know what she said about the clay having a mind of its own? All the time. <laughs> she even said probably 80% of the time, she gets well into a piece, thinking she has it centered perfectly, which is the key foundational step, she said, and then finds out it is still wobbly, off-center, and no longer workable. So the clay even needs to be re-wedged, it's called, and allowed to dry for a while before she can try again. Well, I could go on and on with details she shared, but one of my takeaways is that the whole process takes a lot of time. But as in the story today, the potter reworks things also into the vessels they become until they seem good to the potter. I love that. It is the truth that God is always working with who you are. And time is needed. It takes a lot of time. 
And each of you, each of us, in this process is completely unique and different. And God just takes us into God's potter hands and keeps working on us, keeps molding and then reshaping and getting us centered and fixing problem areas. The artist keeps on patiently working that beautiful particular piece of clay, piece of earth and, and life like us, as we keep becoming what God is making us into, something, something usable, something functional, but also something artistic and especially inspiring to those who see us and, and touch us and use us for all the right things that can bless others. And yet, as the Bible says, we also are still clay, still breakable. But the potter knows this and knows how to deal with this also. What does this mean for you as you're listening, but especially as you think about someone leaving high school now? And for us, all of us, as we hopefully seek every day to be vessels of God's creating that are helpful and inspiring to the world around us. Well, it means your eyes should be wide open to an incredible gratitude and awe that you get to be the clay in the hands of the God of the universe, the God of love, the potter. It also means that you are always a work in progress with God, in God's loving, creative, artistic, caring hands. And it means that you should always rejoice in who you are and that you are marvelous in God's sight, beautiful, full of life, full of the love of the Creator, just as you are, just as you are. Don't ever forget this. And don't ever let anyone tell you or treat you otherwise. You are beautiful just as you are, especially as clay in the potter's hands. And then it also means that patience and trust in God and hope in how God is working you and shaping you. That patience and hope and trust is everything. Patience. Because there is no one and done with God, remember? It's all about God loving you and never giving up on you and holding you in God's hands and then you loving God back and seeking God and desiring God, and desiring being held in God's potter's hands in every moment, every chapter, every day of your life. And it's all about realizing the utter normalcy of blemishes and problems that need to be worked on, and being off-center, and even wanting to strike out on your own apart from God, like clay with a mind of its own, but God realizing this normalcy and always pursuing you to bring you back into his artist's hands so he can rework you and reshape you 
yet again into a purpose-filled vessel with your life. That you give glory to God and blessing to the world in God-inspired ways. How, how marvelous is this? Last thing. Remember when Jesus turned the water into the wine at the wedding in Cana? <laughs> Those big, huge clay pots held 30 gallons of water each, and there were six of them. They were huge. In a parched world, thirsty for so many necessary things, even like clean water for people, but also acceptance and, and goodness and, and safety were parched for those things. Seek to be the vessel God creates you to be that can hold thirst-quenching water. Hmm? Seek to let God fill you up with your baptismal water again and again. God's grace to you and your being God's child in God's kingdom, this world in his hands. And then watch even for the living God, the living Christ, to use you as a vessel that holds the best wine also, which brings people celebrations of love and thanksgiving to God. You are that as well. Sound good? So everyone, and seniors especially if you're listening, God bless you and keep you and make the potter's face shine upon you being gracious unto you forever, and being your peace. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew, and we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.